0: back to Inside the Oval presented by Dignity Health. I'm Patty Kwan and I'm Haley Jones and in this episode we are joined by 49ers Director of Business Intelligence and Customer Relationship Management, Noelle Crooks. Thanks so much for having me guys. So we saw that you majored in public relations in college. How did you go from PR to BI and CRM? So I went to college
1: at George Southern University and I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I got there but I ended up picking pr because i knew whatever i was going to do i was going to need to learn how to communicate effectively in business and so i took a ton of communication classes and really liked that and then you know i realized that i'm really not going at press releases or posting on social media and so i wanted to find a different avenue um, to use those communication skills and that's where bi and crm comes in it doesn't seem like the easiest transition but a lot of what i do is communicating about data Um, to other people. So I do really get to use my PR skills in my role now, explaining data and insights to folks.
2: Did you have data or like CRM
1: classes in college that you could take? I took an Excel class in college, but CRM, I still think to this day, people don't learn in school. (laughs) I think until you're in the workplace, that's when you learn about CRM. But not not in school, no. It was definitely learning on the job. I know. You sit right
2: next to us, and when we we had to, like, Google what CRM <laughs> is. So
0: I totally get that. A lot of people do. <laughs> you were a career services peer advisor in college. Has any of the advice you gave to students when you were a peer advisor changed? And what would you tell someone today about breaking into the sports industry?
1: Gosh, you know, that seems so long ago. But I think networking was my number one thing is like you have to reach out to folks um, in the industry that you want to get into. And especially in sports, we all will make the time to talk to people that want to break into the industry. And so that's always what I tell students when I talk to them is that you have to network, you have to sell yourself and build your own brand because no one else is going to do that for you.
2: What are your like LinkedIn tips? I feel like that was my biggest hurdle when I was networking is sending the note? Or do you like message? Do you send an invite? What are the best practices?
1: When people reach out and then they say like, hey, I want to connect for 15 minutes and like have an action there, then I'm more, I'm like, okay, they're, they're interested. You know, LinkedIn's always hard because there's so many people out there and everyone's trying to connect. And especially when you work for a team or a league, you're getting a ton of connections all the time. And so when people reach out, it always helps when you include a message. That way, you know, they tell you a little bit more about what they're interested in. It's not just a cold, a cold invite to LinkedIn. So, you know, I always like to, if people reach out, you know, I'll send them my Calendly and I'll spend 15 minutes and just chat with them on you know, getting into the industry or things like that.
0: Would you say you have like a lot of data on your resume? I know every, when we do resume classes in college, it's like include the numbers and like, you know, make sure that you have. Data. Does your resume have a lot of data on it? It does.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of KPIs that I include on my bullets.
0: <laughs> what was your path to the 49ers?
1: Started my career working with the Atlanta Hawks. And so I was there for about six and a half years. And I did a variety of things. I was working in their email department as email marketing coordinator. And then I ended my time there as a database analyst. So working a lot in their CRM system, working with their ticketing, sponsorship, marketing teams, and realizing how can we use data to um, make money more efficiently. And then from there, I was given the opportunity to expand my skill set at the manager level with the Niners. So I came over to the Niners as a CRM manager and then haven't, haven't left since. So there's been a ton of different projects and initiatives, and my role has really grown here
2: since you got here you've been promoted a few times during that time how has your role changed with each promotion or has it
1: when i first started out you know it was mostly just managing our crm system and then from there i was able to you know take those skills and apply them to not just the niners but also with elevate um, and expanding my scope there and it's, it's really just like a continuing to grow different scope. So I started working on a lot more BI reporting needs for the org. Um, and, you know, now I get to lead a team of analysts who are rock stars. And, you know, they continue to help us innovate in the BI space and continue to help use data to make actionable decisions more and more. And, you know, I do really enjoy being able to manage a team as well. So I really like watching young professionals grow in their career especially looking back at my own journey, you know, I had a lot of support and mentors believe in me and continue to push me to challenge myself and grow. So I I like to think that um, hopefully I can pay it forward a bit uh, on my own team now.
2: What was your, do you remember when you first got here, like what your first project was?
1: Oh man. I think the horizon summit was in like two weeks. And uh, (laughs) so nothing to the CRM, (laughs) Um, but uh, the horizon summit was around the corner, uh, which is our business strategy and analytics conference. And I remember we were, um, we were doing everything and anything that we could to get everything set up. And it was really like a crash course into meeting the team, you know, getting to know the organization, not getting lost in the stadium. Uh, But that was, I remember that being like the, one of the very first things when I got here um, that I worked on.
2: Do you have a favorite project you've worked on?
1: Oh man, there's so many. I feel like we've worked on so many fun projects in BSA too. But probably the one I would pick is, um, it's not one that I was part of the original Inception on, but I get to manage manage it now and the future of it, which is our executive huddle. Um, So we partnered with SAP to build the executive huddle, which is our data war room, essentially on game day. And so um, it's a suite on the press level, and we have uh, about 10 different data integrations that pull in anything from scan data to concessions data, retail data, et cetera. And my job on game day is essentially to be a detective. So figuring out what those issues are, how can we solve them in real time, and then how can we improve that fan experience in real time instead of having to wait for the next game. So that's been a ton of fun to, you know, take that, take that on and see where we can we can make changes.
2: Plus, during the foundation auction, I don't remember much Oh, more. yes! Didn't that go for like a lot of
1: quite a bit of money? You guys yeah. have had like
2: come yes. work with you for a day. Yeah,
1: yeah. I do a lot of demos, um, and she you know, share our story and show people how we're using data. And everyone, everyone really loves it. Everyone's is super interested. So it's it's a ton of fun to talk to different teams and organizations, and um, you know, help be a little bit of inspiration for them
0: too. You said you played detective on game day. What, what is that process like when you identify an issue and like how do you resolve it right away or like how do you pass that information along in real time?
1: A lot of it is as simple as a text message. So just making sure that for everyone that's on the ground who can't see the data, let them know what I can see and what's happening and then they can allocate staff to go fix whatever the problem is.
2: I feel like that was a big one, too. When we were doing NIM testing during preseason, you were always my, like, um, text person. You are like, are you okay on a scale of 1 to 10? Yes. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. So while with the 49ers, you've also worked on the Elevate side of things. Tell us a little bit about that and how it's different from working on the team side.
1: Elevate is a joint venture between the San Francisco 49ers, Harris Blitzer Sports Entertainment, Oakview Group, and Ticketmaster. And so I was able to help support Elevate on a lot of their insights projects. So that's anything from feasibility studies, product mix and pricing models, market surveys, helping teams set up their CRM systems, um, things like that. And, you know, it's really a ton of fun to be able to work with other teams and clubs and different leagues and be able to help them solve problems and optimize their processes. You know, it is interesting because it's similar and different in a lot of ways. So for example in BSA we consider ourselves the internal consultants for the organization since we help a variety of different departments and it's similar on the elevate side except instead of different departments it's different clients and each of them have different are at different levels have different problems and so you always have to treat each one like a custom project or initiative so it's it's interesting because they they are the same but they are they are different too if that makes sense.
2: do you feel like BSA? works with more departments than, like, any other group. I feel like you guys are, like, so far-reaching.
1: I feel like it's probably very similar to marketing, (laughs) too, though, right? It's, like, there's, you need marketing for everything, and, you know, I like to think you need BSA for everything, too.
2: (laughs) You mentioned it earlier, and we're just kind of, like, circling back, as, like, your first project is now something that's coming up again in Horizon Summit. You've mentioned a little bit about what it is, but... How has it evolved and changed, and who should attend?
1: So it's grown each year since it started. So it's a collaboration with SBJ and Sport Techie, and it's our Business Strategy and Analytics Conference. So it focuses on innovation and technology, both in and outside the sports industry. And, of course, there's a lot of analytics and strategy content around the fan experience, and then looking ahead to what's next in the coming years. This year, we're very excited because it's back in person, um, which is... Exactly. Um, So it's July 12th and 13th at the stadium. And so if you're working in sports or technology or you want to get into or if you want to get into the industry, there will be something for you at this conference to find value in. Um, Generally attendees are those working in or closely to BSA or BI departments. Uh, We have representation from all the major sport leagues in attendance, but also companies and vendors outside of sports.
0: What have you found valuable in attending Horizon Summit years past and what do you look forward to each year?
1: Honestly, getting to meet and network with everyone, especially now you know, after the pandemic, you know, it's great to hear what other, other teams are doing and what other people in the industry are doing. Um, you know, We all have this shared experience of working in sports, so being able to have a, a space where we can connect and talk about different initiatives um, is really great.
2: In addition to conferences and summits like Horizon, how do you stay on top of your game? Is there, like, do you talk with people in other teams or do you guys, can you share best
1: practices? From a BI perspective, we have a pretty broad network and we actually meet on Zoom every other week. And so we'll do show and tells of different dashboards teams are working on um, and just share any questions people have or any problems that certain Certain clubs are dealing with, and if anyone has solutions. So we do have a very good uh, business intelligence support group in sports, which is one of my favorite things. And also I read a lot of newsletters. Uh, so SBJ, front office sports, those are those are my main two. It's great to see what other teams are doing, but also keeping up with what's going on in the tech world. You know, we we do live in the Bay Area, which is a great place to be. There's tons of tech and innovation and crazy ideas out there right in our backyard. So being able to be in that space and and learn from what other companies are doing outside of sports is very helpful too.
0: What's the roadmap for business intelligence and customer relationship management? Like, where do you see it headed in the next five years?
1: I think there will be a lot more focus on AI and data science and getting even more real time and predictive than we already are. And honestly, there's probably so much that I haven't even thought of <laughs> that's going to come about in the next five years. You know, one thing that there's been a lot of chatter on lately is the younger generation and the audience of sports fans. And we're going to have to adapt in how we engage with those fans and give them a fan experience that they want. You know, it's not going to be the same as it's been for you know, the last 40 years. So being able to adapt and figure out how we you know, target that audience and how we engage with them the best is going to be a big piece.
2: Since you've been here, how has BI and CRM evolved? Like for us, plat- like platforms change and best practices change. Like for you, is there some, like, does it stay pretty steady on like what the best practice is or do you have to kind of evolve um, more quickly as things, as technology changes?
1: Yeah, I think it's about technology changing and then also the, the scope of which like what departments you're helping? You know, there's each department. Um, some departments that may not have had data before have data now, and they want to be able to use that data to make more decisions. So, you know, learning a lot more about you know um, departments that we may not have worked as closely with, and figuring out how we can how we can help them. That's been that's been evolving. And I think a lot, a lot more on mobile too, and a lot more. It's you know, it's more than just okay. Yep, here is an Excel dashboard now. You know, it's, it needs to be interactive. It needs to be real time. It needs to be updated and be able to have different filters and toggles. Uh, so it's not um, you know, reporting isn't as simple as it used to be. It's a lot more engaging and a lot more, lot more advanced now. So it's definitely, definitely evolved.
2: Every job posting has that ominous. Other duties as assigned bullet point at the bottom. Have you done something during your time here that like probably wouldn't have been included on
1: a bullet point for your job? I feel like I've done many things <laughs> that fall into that bucket. I think the, the two that come to mind are both concessions related. So uh, for one game for um, a quarter, I was working behind a concession stand, which was a ton of fun. And also line busting. So with our member inclusive menu this year, you know, being on the front lines in the stands with the fans, taking their orders um, on a handheld device—that was uh, that was something. If you asked me, you know, a few years ago, if it would be something I'd be doing, I would be like, "No, you're crazy."
2: <laughs> it's funny because Allison also worked behind a concession stand, so maybe that should be in the BSA job description now. <laughs>
1: maybe.
0: <laughs> had you had previous like service experience, or have you ever worked in like the food industry?
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually worked in a bowling alley. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's both. So it's both food and then also like the administrative setting people up with their lanes and, yeah. and things. So, yeah. did it help that experience? <laughs> Honestly, I think from like using a POS system, yes. Because <laughs> um, that's the hardest part too is like being able to, you have to bring, you have to listen to what people are saying and you have to type it all in and you know make sure that the food is getting um, getting made to. you. So it's a lot of, a lot of things to manage
0: all at once. Yeah. As tough as the service industry is, I feel like it's important that, like, people have experience in it. Because I feel like that's where you learn how to, like, problem solve, deal with difficult people, or just deal with people in general. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone should have service experience. Yes, I agree. my pro tip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pro tips. If someone wants your job, what would your number one piece of advice be to them?
1: I think my number one piece of advice would be know how to use data to tell a story. And that'll get you very far.
0: Well, Noel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and speaking with us. I'd like everyone to know that Horizon Summit returns to Levi's Stadium July 12th through 13th. So they should all check what it's all about at horizonsummit.com. Noel will be there and we hope to see you all there too.